Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 110. When you're done trying to be something you're not, everything else will take off. And there's there's a lot around this subject. I saw a writer and uh, entrepreneur online write a, a series about where he said, have some friends whose careers are absolutely taking off. And the common theme among them is how they've surrendered to their nature. They're done trying to be somebody they're not. And then he had a longer excerpt, which I'm about to read to you here in a little bit. But this is an important topic because of the image that you may carry of yourself or the path that you felt was the most appealing to everyone else. And in some ways, maybe you talked yourself into it being your path as well. And it, for those of you that have done so from a very, from either very early on or you made a course correction, a pivot, amazing. But for many, uh, have you actually chosen your gifts to, you know, or the ones that chose you? And so this author, I'm going to read you an excerpt and then I want to dive into a little bit more. He said, we don't choose our gifts. They choose us. A mark of maturity is surrendering to the person you actually are instead of the one you wish you were. Most people never get such clarity and they're stunted for life. The decision to surrender to your gifts is more painful than you'd think. You can't really choose what you're able to be excellent at because you don't get to choose the hand that nature dealt you. probably somewhat true there um i mean we all have different gifts right like we're all completely different i'm going off cuff here for real quick before i get back into the the written part but we're all i mean we're all different we're all unique i'm actually a pretty decent basketball player but i'm not michael jordan i also don't practice like michael jordan either or kobe but you know so um but i am i believe i'm an exceptional writer i love writing i absolutely love writing and i it's not that i ever ignored it i just didn't give it the focus that I have in later years, right? Or at least in the last 10 years more so. So he said, instead, if you're going to be world-class, you have to align yourself with your fingerprint. In our insanely competitive world, surrendering to your talents is your only chance at becoming world-class at what you do. And he said, I suspect less than 10% of people ever surrender to who they really are. They spend their whole lives trying to fulfill a fake and manufactured image. And so they get trapped in hollow careers and meaningless pursuits where they're forced to be somebody they're not. The stuff of a cold and haunting misery. I mean, that's really, you know, <laughs> he took that far. But, uh, uh, but, it, but it, can be, it can feel like that. It can feel like that. If you're not being more of who you really think you are, you can feel lost. You can feel distracted. You can feel unclear. And then he says, surrender is terrifying at first. It comes with a loss of control. Chances are you'll disappoint your parents, teachers, and probably even yourself. And if you're doing it right, you may even pursue low status projects. Hate to break it to you, but the vision you've always had for your future also won't come true because that vision was predicated on the person you wish you were, not the person you actually are. 
Uh, and uh, well, then he says, what feels like the death of your dreams is actually the birth of something much more profound. There is ease on the other side of surrender. Now, my interpretation, of course, when he says, if you're doing it right, you may even pursue low status projects. That part right there first is, okay, I know plenty of people who they took, let's say, an engineering job or a uh, CPA. You guys hear me say this every now and then. And then, but maybe they realize, you know what, they want to do carpentry. Uh, well, and that's not a low status project, but they might say, well, you know what? I'm going to go work at Home Depot for a little bit and immerse myself into, you know, the wood shop department um, and learn everything I possibly can. And so the external world might say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were working for a prestigious firm and now you're working at Home Depot, which, by the way, I actually think Home Depot is like the greatest store, <laughs> one of the greatest stores. Like, I love going there. So. But you got you get my point that um, while I don't look at it as anything um, actually at all, I've actually known plenty of people who they immerse themselves just like an actor would in trying to into the role. They want to go where it's happening for the thing that they wanted to do. But maybe, you know, somebody in the external world might say to them, well, but you were over here at this at this firm doing these things. And now you're over here doing these things. And it's like, well, yeah. So what? I was, you know, what if that person was miserable over in that firm, that prestigious firm, and because it had labels. Guys, the reason why I bring up labels all the time and to be leery of them is because you're not trying to attach an identity to things that, even if they have an outwardly good appearance, may be just bad on the inside. You don't know. I've seen plenty of environments that people were trying to break into, like they were trying to get into that that world or that circle, that whatever. And that once they got in there, they're like, what am I doing here? And I'm like, huh? well, you know, you can always leave. You know, so then he says, when he says, hate to break it to you, but the vision you've always had for your future also won't come true because that vision was predicated on the person you wish you were. Now, uh, I'm not, I, I believe from my interpretation, I don't believe he's talking about uh, the vision that is, attached to your real identity to the things that you really want to do like i have a very specific vision it's very grand and it encompasses all of the things that i am now doing more of than ever before compared to other times and i'll get to that here in a little bit because i will use me as a guinea pig as well so um but i think he's talking about more of well maybe you thought you were going to be the head of a prestigious law firm uh, or uh, this, um, you know, uh, lead doctor at a specific hospital or, or in a private practice, and you would have all of this by a certain age and do all these things. I think that I believe that that's where he's he's talking about more. And so what happens is you would be, you know, you'd be moving away from that and more into the person you actually are. And, and then when he says what feels like the death of your dreams is actually the birth of something much more profound, let's say you're not really a doctor, but you're actually a farmer. And not only are you a farmer because of your natural abilities and talents within farming, you love it. And you're into the soil and you're into the agriculture and you're into the, um, you know, and the land and the development and the animals and, uh, you know, the, the plants and, and what you're cultivating and you're good at the technology that's with it. All of a sudden this has turned into a massively awesome business or just lifestyle, right? And so you have to be very, very careful what seems like he says, what feels like the death of your dreams 
may actually be the birth of something much more profound. So I want to talk about this idea of surrender. And, you know, surrender is a funny word. Um, if you <laughs> look throughout history, if, if, if you're looking at it from a place of giving up, no, 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 no. I mean, unless you're giving up something that no longer serves you. But I look at it as giving into yourself and what you're here to do, what you, who you really are, what God's trying to deliver through to you, what you're trying to live and encapsulate here on earth, right? Do you know why some people, uh, like you just naturally feel good about, like, do you, have you ever thought about, you ever see some of these people online or just in, in life that you're like, I like that person or I like the way that they're, you know, if we're using the, the digital world, right? You see some people that there's a, a magnetic presence about them uh, or just, you just, you really like their delivery because you just feel their authenticity. They're just being who they are. And then, you know, I've also, now, this is, this can also go in another way, too. Maybe you've seen someone that you don't necessarily like or agree with, but there's something about them because they're just being themselves, right? I think you can almost rely on the fact that they're being exactly who they who who they really are. And there's a, this authenticity of like, well, I, I kind of know what I get from that person. You know, and then there's a question I have for you is why do you worry about the image of yourself versus the realness of who you are? Why do you worry about the image of yourself versus the realness of who you are? That is a legit question any of us have to answer, ask ourselves at any point in time and then answer it. We cannot be afraid to be seen trying. We cannot be afraid to be seen doing the things that we're called to. We cannot be afraid to be seen doing the quote-unquote low-status type of uh, lower label or less quote-unquote sexy things. What's sexy anymore? Everything we used to think was just like an amazing job or an amazing path or amazing anything. It, it's kind of gotten diluted in some way because everything has become very transparent. Now, if you are actually called to being something that's a, a prestigious label like a a certain profession or whatever it might be amazing because that's that's your thing but even so let's and i've seen it go in the opposite direction i've seen some people who you know they may they one one was in marketing ended up he ended up becoming a lawyer later on he just there's something he loved about tech and and law and cybersecurity, right he went in a completely different direction he went from marketing to law that happens too you can go in so many different ways but he felt, and, and ironically there, some people were like, oh, are you sure you want to be a lawyer? They're hours, they're this, you know, I'm not really sure. I mean, he has like a private practice now, you know, but you get the idea, right? Countless times I've seen online what happens when people just start talking about the things that light them up. They care less about how good everything looks and more about the context of their content. This is another reason why you see certain people who are basically using social media as like a video diary uh, to document their thoughts. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot more video here coming up shortly as well too. A lot of people ask me about that, but more importantly, I know I, it's something I want to do. I want to have these kind of conversations that I'm having with you, which I, I am filming these as I, as I talk to you. I've just been archiving them. But I, I too want to bring those more forward. And it doesn't have to look fancy. I'm not in a fancy studio. I'm in my home studio that I built over time, you know? So, you know, I think that a lot of times people online, 
with their branding and I get it I get it like my branding is kind of one of my natural things I like the way my uh, uh, I'm very simplistic minimalistic uh, I like things very clean looking I was just naturally around a lot of designers graphic designers uh, throughout my career because I was always around digital creatives I had to usually employ them in some way so I learned so much and I just I had a certain style but you know so I get it, but also at the same time, I don't want to let it hinder my progress. I don't want the perfectionists to get in the way. And but by the way, there's been times that I've moved a little bit slower um, out of a little bit of perfectionism, not as much in the more recent years, because I believe that you have to learn to do your best at that possible moment and then launch whatever it is that you are doing and keep moving, keep iterating, keep creating. But I have continuously noticed if any of you are trying to grow your personal brand online um, or you're wanting to do content around anything that niches you, that's the whole point. Be yourself. And, you know, and by the way, I'm not asking to put a, I mean, I want you to be yourself, but I also want you to think about the responsibility that comes from providing you know, information and, and whatnot, because I also see some people like, you know, act like an asshole <laughs> and they say, well, that's just who I am. I'm like, well, I mean, you can also, okay, kudos to that. Yes. And I did say earlier, like you may see somebody who may not, you may not necessarily like or agree with, but at least they're being who they are. Yeah. But we're also here to grow and we have to be careful not to project our own experiences on other people. My goal with my content in, in writing with you to you got all of you and to speaking through podcasting and all this is to not project, but at least get you to inquire and critically think about some of these concepts for yourself and what they might mean for you. We all have a responsibility to grow and be better and better and better and better and better every single day. I'm not your responsibility. You're not my responsibility, but I am my responsibility. I have to keep growing more and more every day. So I want you to think about what, where are you not surrendering? Now, I've got a few questions that I thought might help, you know, give up things that maybe don't resonate, some things that you can ask yourself. And, you know, one of the things I said earlier on before I get into those questions is, you know, even when I look at myself, listen, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interest that I have. That's what also helped me create the whole idea of the niches you. But yeah, I, I think about sometimes throughout my journey where, for example, I wanted to, I did do a, uh, an internet startup in my early 20s for music. Uh, you know, I had initially thought I was going to go into the industry as quickly as I got in as, as quickly as I got out. Um, and I wanted to, I saw the future of the independence for individuals to be able to own their own art and share it with the world with the internet but I was so early at the same time as much as I love the idea the vision I had for it was constantly you know it's gonna be a tech startup it's gonna be a billion dollar company it's gonna be I, I gave it all this glamour and I worked hard at it actually for several years for about four or five years and got decently far but no traction <laughs> I gave up a significant part of you know of time uh, and my early 20s to mid to like almost late 20s doing it. And I learned a lot of lessons that came. I, I, I got the reality instead of what really happened. 
but yeah, I had a different vision for myself with it. And then uh, I actually also thought I wanted to go and help big brands with digital, digital transformation, digital strategy, you know, everything that they do with their business, but brought into a, a digital sphere. I, I, this is what I've been raised around. I've shared that with you guys. This is all I've ever known. And uh, well, but business in general. And so I, there were some great experiences with some brands, but there was a lot of others where I, you know, that corporate world wasn't for me. And here's the thing, and I mentioned this before, behind the scenes, I was writing people's emails, I was writing the marketing campaigns, I was writing the information for the website, I was writing to the there are vast communities of hundreds of thousands or millions of followers, I was writing stuff for their ads, I was writing business plans, I was writing speeches, I was, you name it, I was writing. Writing was my natural thing. It was always my natural gift. I talked about that on a previous podcast. I'll probably link to that one in the in the show notes. But I had writing, communication. I love communicating. Obviously, I have a podcast. I love writing. Now, here's the thing. That can be used very well in business. You know, the ability to help solve the bigger vision, the bigger, you know, the bigger possibilities but are they also, but is the business even aligned with me or is it even something I'm even partnered with? I don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? So we, we have to be careful not to go so far off path, but we can use our talents and gifts towards our actual vision or business or passion or livelihood or lifestyle. So here's some things I want you to think about. Just some, some, some quick questions to wrap up this episode. Number one, why are you really doing what you're doing? Why are you really doing what you're doing? Do you feel called to it? Or is it because you were told that that's what responsible people do? That's a big one. Why are you really doing what you're doing? Do you feel called to it? Or is it because you were told that that's what responsible people do? Number two, who are you afraid of disappointing if you go all in on yourself and do the things that are actually calling you? That's a big one. Number three, why are if you are afraid in some capacity why are you afraid and is it that you might be doing something that's less quote unquote sexy looking than your peers or what others consider cool so think about that who are you afraid of disappointing if you go all in on yourself and do the things that are actually calling you number four well i mean that's two and three number four have you sat with yourself long enough to identify what your gifts and talents are are they not what you'd expect or are they better than you could have hoped for? Are you using them? If not, why not? Are there a multitude of ways that you could be using them? I'm a writer, but I love business. So I also attach it to digital and marketing and sales and helping others. And I also know how to communicate. So I've actually created, like I have an online course that's launching here soon, um, you know, specifically for helping people with their voice and with their uh and actually maximizing through content i'm actually a really I'm, I'm a really great marketer but it's also because i i employ authenticity into it but i actually have oh i was raised in tech i was raised online so um in a healthy way <laughs> not, not what we're seeing necessarily but you get the point 
So you can have multiple talents, but you can apply it in different ways. Maybe you're a great orator, a good communicator. Okay, well, maybe you also want to be, you could be a minister. You could be a speechwriter. You could be a, a, a community organizer. There's a lot of things that you can do. You see what I'm saying? So I think we get afraid without ever even knowing, well, what are my talents and what are my possibilities? And I'll tell you the possibilities, they're limitless, they're endless. I'm, I'm writing books. I'm writing two books. I love writing. I'm writing my books that are going to be launching next year. I'm creating two workshops that, you know, like I mentioned just a minute ago, one of them, you know, master class, I'm creating two workshops. I'm doing a, other projects that are coming up that I haven't talked about yet. You can apply to so many things. So don't, don't limit yourself to thinking like, oh, well, I'm good at you know, gardening. Do you know how awesome, by the way, gardening is like, cool. Okay. So you can work at, you know, you can work in a multitude of ways. You can work on farms. You can work as a botanist, a horticulturist. You can work in biology. You can work in the sciences. You can work, uh, you know, in the actual farming industry and a bunch of other things, especially in, you know, how much it's probably needing of help right now. Right. So your talents aren't limited, but it's your responsibility to get to know them and then apply them. I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in. Please leave a written review on Apple. It means the world to me and more importantly, expands the awareness of the show. If you are not subscribed, but you're new here, please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. You will get new shows every time they launch, no matter what platform you are listening on. I love you guys as always. And until next episode. I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.